Hey, it's your host, Lady Daddy. I just wanted to put out a quick disclaimer before you tune into this episode and wonder, what in the fuck? Only because I was very excited when I came across this new episode that I wanted to highly encourage sex workers to indulge in. But it was 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time after a long spell of insomnia. And so I feel like there may be some, you know, lost train of thought, a bit of some inaccuracies because I'm, you know, improvising this episode. And so I just wanted to put out the disclaimer I will be providing the correct information in my bio. And the website that I'm referring to is frisk.chat. So, F-R-I-S-K dot C-H-A-T. And then also the sex worker that I am completely infatuated with and that I mention in this podcast is sparkles underscore XX underscore spankings. At least that's her Instagram name. But she is also the one that I came across on Frisk. So you can find her at frisk.chat slash sparkle underscore kitty. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening while Lady Daddy Talks. Welcome to Lady Daddy Talks. I am your lovely host, Lady Daddy. And this is another solo episode Honestly, this isn't even an episode. This is just an unpaid, like, promo because I learned about a new website that I feel like needs to be spoken on. Like, if this, I mean, if they wanted to pay me for this ad, by all means, but I am just doing this out of the kindness of my heart because I feel like sex workers need real platforms. And I know what you're probably thinking. Ooh, are you talking about OnlyFans? Nah, I ain't talking about no OnlyFans. So I'm up in the middle of the night till fucking crack ass of dawn. And somehow I end up down the rabbit hole of Reddit. And I'm following one of my favorite sex workers who is Sparkle Kitty. And I think if you look her up, it's sparkle underscore kitty. And so I see that she uh, posted on Reddit that she was going to be leaving OnlyFans to sign up for Frisk. And I was like, what the fuck is Frisk? But I assumed that it had to be, you know, something similar. So, you know, I take my ass over to this website so I can see what it's all about and honestly low-key high-key my ass almost signed up mind you I'm on patreon because I felt like you know I I just felt like I can't catch up with being that level of like a content creator or even being like sex work adjacent for that matter I'm still very new to a lot of the content creating lane but being on this website frisk absolutely blew my mind with how inclusive 
and sex worker friendly and diverse and thoughtful. I mean, this was just within the first few minutes of just going through, I mean, their FAQs, their about us section, even looking at their social medias just from Instagram and Twitter. Because eventually I had to see, you know, who else even knows about this website. I don't think they're an app. If they are, maybe it's not available in the US. I only saw that they were available as a website. But only a few of my sex worker friends or people that I follow seem to know about this website, but they're based in the UK. And honestly, I feel like, oh man, fingers crossed, or maybe I need to speak about this more. I really hope that this website blows OnlyFans, I mean, out of the fucking, like, I, I don't even want to hear about it ever again, especially after this whole controversy with, you know, Bella Thorne just completely, you know, fucking up the lane for sex workers using OnlyFans, even though there's, you know, there's been some debate with that, that like, you know, that was blown out of proportion. She didn't really fuck it up as bad as everyone thinks she did, even though she came up with this huge public apology after she got called out for quite a few days about it. But apparently, you know, she signed up for the website for, you know, researching her role you know, getting to understand sex workers, which it all sounds like complete, utter bullshit, or maybe it really did go over her head, but it's all irrelevant. She fucked shit up. She pissed a lot of people off, but even it being such a mainstream platform, especially because of Beyonce during her feature with Megan Thee Stallion, uh, you know, it became this mainstream thing, especially during the pandemic of 2020, dealing with COVID-19, everyone's losing their jobs, everyone's, you know, furlough, jobs don't exist anymore, et cetera, et cetera. So of course people are going to go to sex work, completely valid. But the more that you look at OnlyFans, and I feel like they have... I feel like they have started to make the same mistake that Spotify has been making. And I only compare these two after listening to an interview with Joe Budden, who is also pretty controversial as well. But not gonna lie, he is someone that you like love to hate and hate to love, however you want to look at it. But he basically did a whole long interview about why he was leaving Spotify. And especially him being like the longest number one rated podcast, I think for like two years straight and just how much they weren't giving him or his co-host the recognition that they deserved. And so, I mean, he went on like a whole, I'm a tangent about it, truly just a whole fucking tangent about it. Which, I mean, is completely understandable because he talks about, you know, coming from the music industry and after leaving Complex and eventually why he signed up, you know, to be on Spotify. 
and how he talks about, you know, he saw a lot of the like red flags and yellow flags in the beginning that they, you know, didn't quite realize what they had and they were not really marketing the way they should and just sort of like underestimating you know, the potential they had and just investing in the wrong people when it comes to podcasting. And so I feel like OnlyFans pretty much did the same thing. They just really underestimated their potential platform when it comes to sex work. They just thought, oh, it's just going to be a whole bunch of just vanilla content creators and maybe like a few naughty people But instead, it blew up to be highly used for sex workers. But of course, they're going to be the most unappreciated, no matter what they say or try now, of course. But moral of the story is I feel like and truly believe that Frisk might and hopefully will end up being the competition that blows them out the water and that we are going to sort of laugh about OnlyFans looking back on it at some point, especially when we mourn over 2020 being a trash year. But just seeing like positive body images, they were very like LGBTQ plus inclusive, just the diversity in general I mean, this isn't even just on their website, but on their social media pages, too, is what I absolutely loved. But they were very clear in their language and in their message. And it didn't seem like it was forced. It wasn't pushed. It was just everything that was just necessary. It was effortless. At least that's what it felt like as my first impression. But maybe I need to do... A little more investigating but I feel like I would already highly recommend it this is my community update thanks for listening while lady daddy talks the lady daddy experience powered by patreon where democracy equals debauchery just how I like it tune in to all the kinky fuck shit at patreon.com slash lady daddy experience.